Welcome to the Whiskey Congress. Honest, open talk dedicated to speaking the truth to those who are open to hearing it. Black, white, right, left. Most importantly, honest, bold, and fueled by good whiskey. In Whiskey Veritas, we are Whiskey Congress. Join the evolution. Whiskey Congress is back in session. Stephen and I are together in the Cleveland studio on a Sunday afternoon, so you're getting this fresh uh, out of the pot, so to speak. Um, <laughs> all right, fine, I just hit my weed pen, fuck you. Um, anyway, uh, good to see you, man. How you doing? Good, good. Uh, long week, weekend to this point, but uh, can't complain, I'm upright. All right, well, been a weird week politically because Trump was indicted again. Right. And this... I don't know, this seems different to me. Like, this seems much more serious. Like, it's on the fast track to get into court. His team is trying to delay things. The judge is having none of it. Uh, the judge, Tanya Chutkin, who is Jamaican by birth, um, uh, is a, a D.C. judge now. And she is apparently well-known for being extraordinarily... Uh, Firm with uh, January 6th folks. Well, yeah, so there's a weird thing going on on Twitter. I'm not sure what it's about, but there's a lot of, uh, like, very colorful adjectives being used to talk about, like, to kind of prop her up a little bit. So it's a little bit weird, and a lot of it's coming from the left, right? Yeah, like, please, like, please expound. Yeah, like, so here, uh, like, I just, I don't know. I'll, I'll read you an example because it just kind of, it caught me off guard a little bit. Um, like whenever people start using really colorful adjectives and things like that, I, it, for whatever reason, it kind of is like a red flag to me. So here's an example. Boom. In a remarkable display of judicial prowess, Judge Tanya Chutkin didn't hesitate to drop the gavel on Donald Trump's latest legal maneuver. With her unwavering authority, she demanded that he grace the court's presence with a response to the DOJ's motion for a protective order, and all within the ticking clock of Monday's deadline. The formidable judge, unlike any other, is not easily swayed by Trump's tactics. A force to be reckoned with, she has stuck fear, struck fear into the heart of the former president. Like, what the fuck is that? Like, are you serious? Dun, dun, dun. Like dun, that, dun, like that dun. sort of, that no, sort that, of, that's rhetoric. That's, that's sort of, that's exactly what that is. Right. And that's exactly what MAGA conservatives do. And you can say, oh, well, we're fighting fire with fire, but like, no. it's really doing the wrong thing again. Doesn't make it better. And, and I'm not like, is that, is it, is that wrong? Um, <laughs> wrong? I don't know if it's about wrong or right, but what I do know is that it doesn't feel right to me. Right. Like something about that, just the way it reads, um, it just, I don't know, gives me a weird vibe. You know See, what I mean? Do you, do you know who Texas Paul is? He's a no. liberal uh, Texas guy, Does it, has a YouTube channel. I was watching him. He was calling her a hanging judge. And that's kind of the same thing. Like, that sets off a... Yeah, I, I, again, like, and this is, and part of my issue is this. You guys, you went down this road with Robert Mueller, right? Remember that? You know, oh, Robert Mueller, he's this hard-nosed conservative, and he always gets his man, and blah, 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 right? And then we go through all this time waiting for the Mueller report, and then Mueller gets on camera and literally felt like a doddering old man, right? And then the Mueller report was not this no, bombshell was... of a thing. No, listen, it said what I thought it was going to say all along, right, that you didn't have this, like, overall conspiracy with the Trump campaign, but there was evidence that, tr that Russia wanted to 
you know, push things Trump's direction, and Trump wasn't necessarily going to, you know, push that help away. And then there were some sketchy characters in the Trump camp, right? Like, that's what sure. the report said. You know, like, oh, maybe there was some obstruction. Okay, fine. But I, and my issue, the reason why I don't care about the obstruction is that I, I, if I'm a prosecutor, like, I'm not trying to take a president down on that charge for that. And that's pretty much what Mueller said. He's basically said, yeah. "Okay, DOJ. I'm sorry. Okay, Congress. It's your job. So we here's here's our investigation. Here's our results. Yes. Hey, Congress, do something or don't." And they fold it like a cheap check. Exactly. Cheap so the thing is, is like you got to be careful hyping up these different political figures and you know making them larger than life because the reality is, you're probably not going to get the result. Like the person who wrote that. Is is praying that this judge, you know, has the ability to, you know, gets a guilty verdict and slams Donald Trump and says, Donald J. Trump, you're going to prison for this amount of time, and you have to, you know, we're going to seize your assets and and your child is going to live in poverty and and like all you know like they want uh, uh, an eye for an eye and fire and brimstone. You're not going to get it, right? Like I, I just news to you, even if you get a guilty verdict. You are not going to get it, even if she wants to give it, right? Whether you want to call it the swamp, the new global world order, uh, the people in the shadows, right? They're gonna come down. They're gonna have a conversation with her. Like, yeah, you're not, you're not throwing a former president in jail over this or that, and we're gonna figure out a way to make this amenable, whatever, because we're not gonna plunge our country into a civil war over you trying to be, you know, strong woman from South Park. So figure it out. I don't um, know what strong woman from South Park. Strong woman. I don't know, woman. I don't know what that reference is. How, how, how do you not know what that re- that reference is? Uh, uh, when they <laughs> you're a transphobe. Oh, I, I don't watch South Park nearly as much as you. But I, something that struck so now me. Now we about, need to watch that episode after this. Anyway, okay, go ahead. All right. Um, strong woman. <laughs> now, I, I mean, this says this sends a really awkward message. I'm not saying wrong because this woman earned her position as a judge, yeah. but it. If I'm trying to spin it the other way and saying, you know, the left is is vilifying Trump and the left is making this uh, all political and it's you know not about justice, someone who's been very aggressive with January 6th protesters, which by the way I'm all for because fuck them, but I well I mean it comes down to like again it, you ha- you're fighting this battle of perception. And you're losing it if you are anti-Trump, right? Like the the right yeah. has, uh, um, well, they've we'll got a narrative, say, yeah. right? Like they've got a narrative, but it's I, I feel like they they have a I don't want to say a lead, or it's almost like they've got a lock on the framing of Donald Trump, right? To the point where they like, and they're speaking to a very narrow base of people. Right, and they know it, so they don't feel the need to. There's no need to sugarcoat it or try to be politically correct or anything like that. Like they're just giving it direct. And if you're on the outside looking in, you're just like, "But that's not true." Or people just use common sense, or it's happening right in front of you. What are you doing? And it drives you nuts. But there's no real reason for Fox News and the the Jesse Peter and all those people to change because they've got a very effective strategy. Right. So, but the problem that the left has is that they're like, oh, well, fine. If they could do it, we could do it too. Right. Well, the problem is that you guys aren't very good at it. And so then when you go down this road of, 
Tanya Junkin, she's the best. She's going to hammer Trump and blah, 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 blah. All the Fox people are going to do is just like, oh, look at this. Now they're setting, like, everything is rigged against Trump. They've got this judge who has come out and openly said that they hate Trump, and even though the judge never said it, right? Like, they're able to just spin, right, transitioning into your next point, spin what the left is saying and doing, and they take, they'll take a post like that that I just read, right? And then sure. they'll read it back to their people, and they'll be like, how is Trump supposed to get a fair like this won't be fair at all it's got to get moved you know and they'll have this narrative then when the case doesn't get moved to a uh, when they get a change of venue and a change of jurisdiction right they're going to say oh how, how can this not be something that is totally corrupt and they're just out to get Trump and it's election interference and we go back down this road of essentially January 6th again right because we're approaching an election and if you can't win, then just get everybody so riled up that they make such a disturbance that it takes away from the fact that you can't, that you didn't win or you can't win or whatever. And we end up back in the same spot and maybe in a worse situation than what January 6th turned out to be this time around. You know, you know? so you and I had a conversation this week. I don't remember what day. And I basically said, I would just love to see them put an offer out there for Trump that says, okay, you can avoid prison, but plead out to this because we've got this evidence and you're not going to win. Now, whether that would ever happen is one thing, but I want that just because I want this to kind of fucking go away because I do see a lot of anger in the streets and granted people- Here's the problem though. If you do that, it doesn't go away and here's why. Because Trump would absolutely take that deal, right? Okay, fine, sure, whatever. And then what would he do? He would then turn it on its head and say, look what they did to me. Look what they made me do. They forced me to sign this because they didn't want me to have access to you, the people, right? Like, and he would turn, like, he would, he would just use it and flip it against them. Even if they said, you know, they put a gag order on him or said one of the conditions were, it, it, it doesn't matter. We know that he doesn't listen to any of that sort of shit. Right. And that's, that's the danger of, of doing it because you think that by doing that, you're, you know, sweeping it under the rug, you're making it go away, and it 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 it, it keeps you from it keeps everybody from getting angry and but but again, like I think we're at a point now where it, this is metastasized into something else than what it started as it relates to Trump, right? For he himself, I think that this was a way to get attention, to draw money towards him at NBC with The the Apprentice, right? And then all of a sudden, it snowballs into something else. He gets some momentum. Even if it doesn't look like it's a win, he can beat Hillary, like he got the nomination. So it's like, all right, we'll ride this train as far as it'll go. Then Hillary and the Democrats do what they do. They shit down their leg. He wins the election, right? And whether it's Russian interference or you want to blame James Comey or whatever, he does. So now he does, he puts all the wrong people in power around him, you know, the Stephen Millers and the Steve Bannons and every guy's named Steve, apparently. Uh, and it, it was, you know, they, they had the benefit of a good economy, quote unquote, but it was really more of a, a strong market. Um, and they rode that, right? But everything else is pretty much a train wreck or a disaster or... or they also ran up $7 trillion to the national debt. To make sure. Nothing will pop up okay. an economy quite yes. like that, right? But, I mean, again, you, you have all these things. You also have COVID. And, and so a lot of that was COVID. Fair. Right. Like, I mean, you, you, so, but... Fair. Then 
it, it looks like it's not going to go his way. So then what do they do? They make a mess of things, right? Like, oh, uh, election interference and the Democrats are cheating and, and they're stealing votes and somehow they managed to not vote for Donald Trump, but they voted for Republicans in other offices, right? Like uh, all this other crazy shit um, that leads us to January 6th and what happened. Uh, and I, I just, I don't know. It, it, uh, first of all, let's point out that there's lots of America that doesn't acknowledge what happened on January 6th. I went home to Buffalo last week, and I brought that up to some conservative family members, and they were like, oh, it was no big deal. I'm like, okay, I need to leave the room right now because I don't want to lose my shit in my one weekend home every six months. But there is a substantial portion of the American public that dismisses January 6th as not a big deal. And that's a huge fucking problem. Right. And that's what makes that, that's what, that's what I'm afraid of. Um, because you don't have enough people that were legitimately outraged by it. Like you have some, but you I feel like you don't have enough. Um, there's dissension even amongst, you know, criminal justice people, Scott, whatever, about the impact of that. And so because of it, I feel like we didn't learn anything from it. And when you don't learn from shit like that in history, you, you end up repeating it. And this may not be and something... Maybe to an, take, it right? another, another, yeah, take it to another level, right? Last time, people didn't go in armed. Right. And that's exactly, right? Like, so this time, like, you didn't learn from it. It's not that far away from the last time that it happened. You could, talk, you could be talking about a bigger event that is escalated, you know, with even more violence than we saw last time. Um, maybe more people involved or, you know, a, a worse outcome yeah. than what you had on January 6th where you do have someone... You know, uh, you have more people that die, you know, in the moment. Or you, you know, not only have more people that could possibly die, you have even people with a higher stature, right, that, that die. Actual, uh, um, you know, government yeah. leaders and, and things like that. So it just, this is, this is all very delicate. And I just think that people need to be careful on how they approach it. But yet, I think we're just so far down the path that, we're just, it's our, it's a foregone conclusion. The question is just like, we, we don't know what the outcome is, but I just feel like if there were, you know, if this were a movie about time travel and everything else, there are specific points. And this is a point where I'd want to be able to kind of jump back in time and say, you know, go grab people and shake them. Like you can't do this. Cause if you do it, it's going to be the fall of humanity sort of deal. Right. Um, but we don't live in that world where you have that ability and you're watching this in real time. And everything is telling us that, what the MAGA people are doing is wrong, that the Democrats aren't handling this right, and we are going down a bad path, and yet I feel like I'm in a car with no brakes and I can't stop it. Well, so one question, I, whenever people downplay it, one thing I always ask them is, do you acknowledge that they were trying to find Nancy Pelosi and AOC and those other Democratic uh, you know, uh, members of Congress? And that, that's pretty hard to deny. And then I say, what do you think they would have done if they got their hands on them? And they always go, oh, I don't know. Like, fuck you, you don't know. But that's the problem. Like, you're, again, like... I'm I, but I've tried, like, when you can't establish a baseline of facts and common sense because the other side refuses to meet you in the middle or acknowledge truth... Which other face, right? Right, like, wait, what literally happened, what they, what they saw, what they witnessed, what they heard, then you, you're... You're dead in the water, right? Well, but this is where we, we disagree because I believe a lot of those folks actually don't know. 
they've willfully chosen to be unaware. That's not any different. Whether it's, they willfully choose to, like, willfully choosing to be unaware and knowing the truth and just ignoring it and lying are no different. They're not different. I think they're different. Willful they're ignorance isn't like all. Willful, I would say there's okay, but I'm not saying. But I think they're different. I mean, yes, they're they're yes, technically they're different, but you still get the same end result. Yeah. Oh, sure. Right. Like so. I mean, like I, so. I'm not going to treat them any different. Like oh, if you're that's, choosing, that, that's fine. If you're choosing to be ignorant about what happened, right? Because you're like, well, if I not, if I if I really find out, chances are I'm not going to be able to argue against it. So. I'm just not going to find out, but I'm still going to support all the wrong sure, things. Sure. Right? Is not any better than, yeah, I know this is bullshit, but fuck you. I'm going to cut off my nose, spite my face, so I can tell you to fuck off because I want to own the libs. And I'd rather see the fall of the Republic than use these common sense factual measures to stop a bad guy or whatever. Right? Yeah, I'm not saying either is okay, or I'm not defending right. either. But I, there is a difference. Like, because let me, put, what, what, let, me, let me put it to you this way. Fine, they're different, but I put them both in the same pillowcase and beat them with the same fucking bat. Okay? Pillowcase? <laughs> bat? Yeah. I was like, soda cans in a pillowcase. No. Bat. If you, you know, you go to catch a snake or a rat or something, oh, you oh, catch oh, it in oh, a okay, pillowcase gotcha, and you okay. beat it with I, I was a bat. Go, I was going Sean Penn Bad Boys where he drops the soda cans in the pillowcase. And I wasn't going on, terrible 80s movie, sir. <laughs> For fuck's sake. Oh, man. Um, so... To my next point. So the right wing spin on this is all anytime the bombshell's about to drop on Hunter Biden, suddenly there's another indictment. It was like, fuck's sake, dudes. A, these things are not parallel, they're not competing notions. We've said this on the show a hundred times, I'll say it 101. Fuck Hunter Biden. I don't give a fuck. This is what I'll say. I want, this is what I said with Trump and the whole Russia thing was. Let's see what it says, right? Everybody sure. was like, oh, the Mueller report is going to bury Trump. I'm like, I, I don't know. Let's see what it says, right? Like, you got a whole team of people working on it. Let them go get the evidence, right? It seems like, they, like you know, what they were dropping, it felt like, well, there's something here. There's something here. Report comes out. There's a little bit here, a little bit there, whatever. But, okay, fine. That's what it is. And I accepted that. Um, the frustrating thing about it was, you know, when you go to acknowledge what ha like what is in the Mueller report, like the you know the, the Trump side is like they won't acknowledge it, right? Like sure. that's what kind of got us on this path of of uh, alternate facts, if you will. Um, but I'm saying the same thing about Biden, right? And I don't know what happened there because the thing with Hunter Biden and Joe Biden and all of this is that Hunter Biden was some sort of a broker, essentially for Joe Biden, right? Like in Ukraine. Um, he, you know, gets hired by Burisma because of his dad, which I think that doesn't necessarily have anything to do with Joe Biden, right? If somebody sure. says, right, like, let's say my company blows up, right, and people want access to it, and somebody gives my daughter a job because they know it's my daughter, right? Like, she goes in, you know, like, they reach out to her and say, hey, we want to recruit you, and she's like, I don't know why, but sure, right? She gets a job that maybe she's unqualified for. That doesn't necessarily mean that doesn't have anything to do with me. They hired her for access to me, but that doesn't necessarily automatically mean that she gets that they get that access through her, right? Like so, Burisma hires Hunter Biden because they want access to Joe Biden. I don't necessarily think, like I just said, that Joe gave Hunter and Burisma that access. Now, what they're saying is, is that they have proof that 
Hunter Biden got that access. They've got the phone calls, the text messages, the emails, all that other stuff, but we haven't seen them. So for me, they had a whistleblower who magically disappeared. Right, like they've got these whistleblowers, but then they disappear, they die, they go to jail, whatever. Um, and f for me, it's like, look, I don't know what happened, so now we need to see the evidence. I can't sit there and tell you, well, we got to impeach Joe Biden because he was corrupt and taking money from Ukraine. But I don't have any evidence. All I all I have is testimony of people saying that they have evidence, but. I haven't seen I'm, it. I'm, Nobody... I'm, I'm not just step on your on your statement. You have testimony. You have statements, right? Because they're not under oath when they say this shit. Um, Comer. I don't. Uh, think I mean, a lot of this. I mean, it's in front of fucking Congress. Sorry, like. Oh, I okay. Mean, all right. Like, my, all right. My bad. Like, my bad. Like, I mean, like that's something, right? Like, so you know, like they're having hearings on it. You've got people saying that they've got, you know, like you've got basically secondhand statements on various things that have happened. And look, if. What they are saying is it, true, but like even then, even when you go and paint it, if you go and paint it and read the whole transcripts, the problem is that the the Trump crowd, they're in the the right, they're cherry picking statements, leaving out you know complete statements. So when I go back and read, like there's something that'll be like, oh man, that is pretty serious. But then you go through and you read the whole transcript, and you're like, but then he says this and that, like that. So then that disqual right. So yeah, there's a lot of right because there are people out there who have called me out and be like, "Don't you think that this is ridiculous? Joe Biden should be blah." I'm like, dude, I don't know. And I said the I same had that exact conversation. Right, and I said the same. I said the same thing about Trump. I was like, look, I, I may not like the guy, but you're talking about impeaching him, and we don't know what actually happened. So let me see the evidence first before we start going down this road of we gotta get rid of him. Blah blah blah. Yada yada yada. Um, and that's where I am with Biden on like, this. You've, you've been very open about not liking either, either of them. <laughs> right? Now, the thing with Biden is that, you, like, I, I do have concerns about that, right? Because they're saying that, you know, there was a prosecutor that was fired that was looking into Burisma. Biden... In Ukraine. In Ukraine, right? And Biden, you know, made a push to get that prosecutor fired because Biden said, oh, well, he was really corrupt. So he needed to be out, right? And I remember that that was part of the conversation that had happened back... You know, in the whole thing with sure. Trump's impeachment over the statements to Zelensky and the whole Ukrainian thing, right? And it's just like, all right, well, you know, Biden said that guy needs to be out because he's corrupt. Okay, fine, and that makes sense. You want the corruption out of Ukraine because they, could, you know, they're a partner, ally, whatever. Uh, but then you have coming back. Now, look, I'm not gonna lie. It may make a little. It may make a little more sense that Joe Biden wants that guy out of there if they're investigating. If if that guy is investigating Burisma and there's a chance that he could be getting money from Burisma, right? Like sure. this is this is politics, and that that wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. Um, so again, but I'm not going to do that just based off of some whistleblower who's saying like you got to have evidence, right? Like I've never been one to say believe all whistleblowers, believe all whistleblowers who have evidence of what they're actually claiming happened. Right. <laughs> yeah. Right. Like so, if you've got a whistleblower, great. But that whistleblower better be coming with some bombshell actual evidence and not just them saying what they saw or heard, but actual proof, whether it's written, digital, whatever, of what happened. If you got bank statements or emails or specific text messages that could be actually authenticated that says Joe Biden was you know, funneling money through Hunter Biden from Burisma and China and whoever the fuck else, well, guess what? Burn them. I don't give a fuck. Burn them. Yeah. I'm, I'm with you. you know, I think I also think this is interesting, though, because if you burn Joe Biden at this point, then that just puts Kamala Harris in his place, 
right? Like, so I, I like that. That's what you guys really you want to take out the old white guy and replace him with a very attractive, capable black woman. Like, okay, I guess. <laughs> I, I, I want to rewind, and now I'm being completely petty. But going back to the uh, Tanya Chutkin, do you find it somewhat amusing that Donald Trump is going to have to stand in front of a black woman and be deferential and respectful? And no, I don't because I don't think he'll be those things. Okay. I, and, and I don't, I, I don't like, I, I, this concerns me. Oh, okay. Because I think it will make him even more combative because of that. Like, you know that he's seething and a lot of people take joy in that or whatever, but I think it makes him more dangerous because the harder she pushes back on him, the more pissed he gets. And I think the more unhinged he becomes. And I think that's problematic. Okay. I, I, I'm, I'm. You're, I'm processing your response and it makes sense. I do kind of find it funny because he's been so aggressively anti-woman. I know, but you're you're like no, I'm not, you're I'm fuck not. you guy. You are fuck you guy. I'm right? not fuck you guy, Jim. In every All right, fine, you, fuck him. you you know, you, but no, no, no. That's not what I mean, right? Like you are like <laughs> you know, like you're you're petty, right? Oh, I I object, sir. I'm petty. You are. You're petty, Jim. You, you are, and I, I don't want to. I'm not new, trying to new, be a dick. New, new whiskey. Con- you don't want to be. I, petty, I'm not, I don't Steven? want. But are, are I you, am. Do you consider yourself petty? Yes. Okay. Absolutely. Okay. okay. Absolutely. I'm right. one of the most pettiest people you'll find. <laughs> um, like I'm. I'm the type of person. Like you. You tap me, and then I want to hit you with a sledgehammer. Yes. I'm okay. Absolutely. Okay. Okay. Cool. I can I was, own that. All right. Um, but so are you in that regard, and so. But, but the reason why I'm saying that is because that's something that Democrats overall will rejoice and think that somehow, right, like that's like, you know, when we have the conversations about, great, you won the war on grammar, yeah, you won the you snark won war, the snark sure, war. Sure. Congratulate. well, this is that. Oh, yeah, okay, like, yeah, you won the snark war, whatever, but the problem is that the, the outcome and the consequences are dangerous because that man has a command over people, whether you like him or not, whatever. And the more angry he gets, he goes on Truth Social, which I don't know how, like there's not that many people on it, but the people that are on it are true believers of him. So when he goes out there and he says, you come after me, I go after you. Which he literally said on Truth Which Social. is exact, like a yeah. quote that he said, right? That sends a signal to some, some really not good people, Right. We know some of the people that follow him and what they believe and how they approach things, right? And, you know, that sends a really bad signal. And it's not going to get better from him with him, him sending out those sort of dog whistles over this, over this period of time. And so, yes, congratulations. Like, he's seething and whatever, but he's going to continue to send out stronger and stronger signals. And then all of a sudden, something really bad is going to happen. And someone's going to end up fucking dead. And, you know, I mean, I know that there have been uh, protection orders uh, put out there. Yeah, and, they, and look, federal court, they don't really fuck around with shit like this. Um, I wish they took it more serious than local court, um, to be honest with you, just from my own experience. Uh, and then just even things that have happened locally. Um, you know, we've had everything from social workers killed to prosecutors shot at and shot to, you know, like judges harmed here locally in Cleveland. Um, so I wish this is something that they took more serious overall uh, locally, but you know, federal they don't really fuck around with it. 
Um, and so... Well, did you do U.S. Marshals as protection, probably? Um, maybe... Maybe U.S. Marshal. I think it, I don't okay, really know. I don't, I don't either. Um, I'm not, not a federal, I, 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 not a federal judge no, no. or prosecutor. Actually, so I've I, ever... But I have a legal question for you, too, because a lot of the Trump indictment has uncharged co-conspirators. Mm-hmm. If I understand that correctly, that means at in this document, this charging document, you are not charged. It does not mean you won't be. Is that accurate? Yeah. So then this is basically a way of saying when the shit hits a fan, you either... Work with the prosecution and save your ass, or you stay tight to your boy uh, Trumpster and and see what happens. Is that? Um, I suspect that they've already got the level of cooperation that they need, which is why they're uncharged. Okay, but, but now to your the point, Stephen Miller. Hold on, pipe down. Uh, pipe you asked. Down. You asked. I did. Me, so pipe down for the answer. Um, I think that they've already got what they need out of Rudy and uh, what's her name, the the attorney, um, Sydney Powell. Sydney Powell, um, and it, like, because Rudy, like, I think Rudy was co-conspirator two, two. Sydney Powell was co-conspirator three. Um, Stephen Miller. I don't even know who. No, who's number, uh, one? <laughs> number one. I think was uh, whoever, maybe his chief of staff at the time. Um, I don't. I, I, I forget. Yeah. Either way, there's so many characters. And they're technically unnamed, so we're right. sort of speculating. We're not. Though. Oh, we're not. I mean, because but like all you you look at the co-conspirator and right. what they participated in, it's pretty easy. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows. Mark Meadows. Yep. 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 But so, uh, I think that those people have already given what they need, but. If they are needed to, you know, actually testify and, and everything else, that they'll have to do that to cooperate. So to your point, I think that they they may need additional cooperation, right, over the course of this. But chances are they've already provided the information that, you know, that the DOJ wants from them. Um, and you know, we just went through the list of who we think is who, and I think there's like six or and seven, six or seven, of yeah, like co-conspirators. Yeah. So I I I don't, I don't think I won the game of, you know, connect the name with the right person. Um, but I think I got three or four out of, out of the group. So, well, the, they're in the, which, whichever co-conspirator they are, they are in the mix. Oh yeah. And, um, okay. I just wanted to hear your, I just want to verify that what I understood is correct because you're a lawyer yeah. and I am not, but yeah, um, I mean, like, look, I, I think Rudy's in a lot of trouble. Sydney Powell's in a lot of trouble. Um, you know, Rudy, Rudy, I think he actually probably, well, I don't know, because some of the stuff that they're accusing him of, like if he were to get charged, is, is pretty significant. But like I said, he's, he hasn't been charged at this point. But Rudy's bigger issue may be down in Georgia, right? Because there, there's, there's talk about, you know, an indictment coming down in Georgia for, you know, trying to get votes from uh, uh, Raffensperger. Right, thank you. And, um, you know, like the, and, you know, the whole fake electors thing. Like there, there, there's – Rudy may have – he still isn't out of the clear yet. I mean, I don't think he's anywhere remotely out of the clear with this, but I think he may even have bigger problems coming down the pike in Georgia. So, I mean, we shall see. And Sydney okay. Powell, her whole, I mean, look, she she tanked her career over this. So it'll it'll be interesting to see. Is she still a true believer? Is she still hanging on? I, I mean, we know we've got evidence of, of her legal team saying, I don't know how anyone could take us seriously what we were saying. It was all an act. We were just doing it to get paid. So she doesn't have much of a leg to stand on at this point. So, 
you know, and, and her career is in shambles. So does she, what does she do? I, I'll be very curious to see what Sydney Powell does in this instance, because she could go either way, right? Like she could, she could decide to, to me, she's given off the vibe of true believer for a long time, but I'm not yeah, but in now, her living room. <laughs> well, now her, you know, I mean, her career is done, right? The only thing that could save her is that if somehow Trump makes it out of all this shit, right? This, you know, he's indicted in three, you know, two states and federal. And if he can make it through all that, get himself elected, then she's like, all right, we're back in business. You know, that, that line from, from The Wire, you know, tell everybody we back up. But she also has the fact that he may not make it through all this. And if, if he ends up going to jail or if he doesn't get reelected, then <coughs> her career is done. Right. Like, so does she start to try to salvage anything now by, you know, doing the mea culpa and saying, look, it was all bullshit. I knew it. I fucked up. I just was trying to get paid. And I thought that there was a chance that by doing all this, I would get a certain something out of it. It didn't work, and now it's gone too far. Sorry. She could do that, and she may be... I'm hearing you doubt yourself. I, no, I'm not saying she will. I'm saying <coughs> that's an option, right? But her other option is just to go full, all in, right? Push what few chips she has remaining in the middle of the table and go down the true believer route and see how things work out. And and I, I think we're both bet on that. Her path. I, don't, I don't. I really don't. I don't know. I have no idea. I can't tell you. Because I, I, she's just... Jim, she's taken an ass beating since... All, like, since January 6th. Like, I mean... Does she have a path in the right-wing media, though? Could she be... Could the... the... I mean, they, they're not touching her. That's, the, that's how you know it's bad, man. Like... You know, like she did. I think she did like a sixty-minute special, and then after that, it's been no, right? Like Murdoch is like, not nah, you're 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 well, rotten. But the, the so I listened to lots of you're right-wing stinky cat, <laughs> smelly cat, smelly cat. <laughs> um, all right, I shouldn't have done that. Um, but uh, yeah, I mean, I I watched the Dana Lowe show the other day. I mean, they're willing to put. But where'd a, you watch Dana Lowe? In my house. No. What what channel? First. What? It's called the First Network. Where? So how do I find that? It is is on my AT and T. I think I think it replaced OAN. Okay. And I miss OAN. So okay, much, but do you hear what you're saying? You you watched it on the First Network. What channel is the First Network on? It's what I scrolled past. So I, I mean, I turn on CNN and I flick through to Fox and I bounce around and I end up on there. Uh, but they're, they're awesome. I mean, the, the... But the thing is, I don't think Sydney Pallyman has a path there. That's, that's, the that's, that's, where, that's, where, that's where I was going. Right. Is if she can't get a... If she can't land there, you're fucked. Right. <laughs> because... And so, right. Like, so... And so that's... Her only options are do the full, hey, I took a stab at it. It didn't work. It was all fucked up. And now we're here. I'm sorry. Or she just continues to go all in, which I don't see how anyone... Like, yeah, she was full of shit during this thing, but you, I, and here's the other thing though. If she says, fuck it, I want to go all in and I'm going to ride this thing out. Then, then that's a sign that you need to be scared that this is, this is maybe way worse than you think, right? Because you're talking about people who have not only, like, we're not talking about just built careers. They've amassed fortunes that are on the line, right? Like you, like no, no more, 
maid service, no more car service, no like all that shit. Like you, people are putting like generational wealth on the line for this. Is that not fucking terrifying? I mean, neither of us have generational wealth, so neither. No shit. Like so, I mean, like, but like the my pillow guy. Yeah, all right. Like Mike, Mike Lindell. It's almost all, like, isn't that a little scary? Like now he's crazy. He is absolutely fucking. But he's insane. not the only one. Rudy Giuliani, like all Rudy Giuliani had to do was not say anything, right? Now you have your beef with him, but I, I like I didn't know. I wasn't from New York. I didn't whatever, right? But like he, like people's general perception of Julie, Rudy Giuliani until he started stumping for Trump, for the most part, was just like, look, great job, nine eleven. Yeah. I didn't really think much more about it. I was like, hey, 9-11, I think, uh, you know, Rudy G. Hey, hey, thumbs up, pitching Yankees, whatever. Uh, maybe episode of Seinfeld, I think he was on, whatever. But I, uh, I, never, I didn't have a strong opinion about him one way or another. Now he's a complete, like, caricature of a person. Right? Like, and he threw all that away for whatever this is that he's doing. Mike Flynn. Yeah. Mike Flynn went to jail. Yeah. I mean. You know what I'm saying? You're, like you're stating facts, right? Like I mean, like these people have have have, like they they got to, and you could say like, well, they you know Rudy Giuliani was a piece of shit all along, blah blah blah. Okay, maybe, fine, sure, but again, you you talk about people who have amassed fortunes, built not only careers but they've built legacies, right? Like they've they've built things that like had they just stopped before all of this, like they would have they would have either not gone down in history or the, the maybe just a footnote or a person like Rudy Giuliani would have had like a bit. Now all of those people are tainted, right? Like you, you take the true, the true believing Trump people aside. And some of those people, right? Like Sidney Powell, she doesn't like how many people in the Trump crowd actually really even give a shit about her, right? Actually care. So she threw all this away and, and, no matter what happens, she may have no following allegiance, whatever. So I just, I don't well, know. And that, and to me, that's scary. That people are willing to go that far, give up all of that for for what? And I feel like we may be, we may not fully understand what the what is that they're throwing it all away. Is it really just to have access to the president of the United States, just so that you know for fate, or some of the stuff about? you know, a, 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 a Christian fascist authoritarian state and, and, you know, divided country, all that stuff. Is that true? Like, cause I, I don't believe all that, but then uh, you got people like Mike Flynn out there and Mike Flynn is going very hard in the world of crazy. Mike Lindell is going very hard in the world of crazy. And I know Steve Bannon isn't crazy, but I do know that the motherfucker is smart and that he want like, he wants access and power. Right, but he wants to make sure that there's always fall guys around him, so he never wants to be. He doesn't. Steve Bannon doesn't want to be president. He just wants to have access and control. He was with a puppet master, you know, and and that to me is very scary. So when I look at all all of that and going back to you know Trump having to, you know, take it from a woman, that like there's a lot of dominoes that fall with with that. You know, and, and, and it does it's not that much better if if it's a man, right? If it's a white man, he's still gonna find a way to, to, to stir up and foment anger. But 
we know how he deals with women. He gets very nasty with the name calling and uh, all that other shit. And then, you know, when they push back on him, he only gets nastier. Um, and I think that if, I think it accelerates things. Jack Smith just proved your point. Or his actions towards Jack Smith prove your point. Jack Smith is about as white as a white guy can get. And uh, Trump is, you know, corrupt, crazy Jack Smith, blah, blah, blah. I, if, if this is my pettiness or whatever, I do find it a bit amusing that a black woman is going to tell Donald Trump, sit down and shut the fuck up, and he has to do it. Um, I, I see the, the irony is there. Um, and, you know, you know, hopefully she can get through this relatively unscathed, you know, in every, yeah. every sense of the word. Yeah, you know, hopefully, be, like, I, hopefully she. And I, I mean, like, obviously, I want her to stay safe, right? Like that, first and foremost, you don't want anything to happen to her. Someone to do something stupid, take something Trump says out of context or in yeah. context and hurts <laughs> her. But also, like, the other thing too is, I, I just like Tanya, please cross every T, dot every I, do not leave an opening for appeal. Right, make sure that you're being fair and just, but in every sense of the word, you know, like you are upholding the law. Do not give this guy any room to maneuver. Hundred percent. Right. Hundred percent. And 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 what that means is, do not let your disdain for him cloud your judgment. Do not let your ego cloud your judgment. You're now about to be in the spotlight. This is primetime Sunday night football, playoff implications on the line or playoff game, whatever. Do not shit down your leg, Tanya. All right? I get it. You're a federal judge, and you got there, and you got the chops. But in the last 10 years, we've seen a lot of people in your position absolutely shit down their leg and throw up on their shirt when the lights are on. Don't be that person. Too much on the line. I need you to, I, I need, like, everyone's talking all this shit about how great you are and how hard knows you are and how you're the best. Fucking prove it. Don't fuck this up. And, you know, the funny thing is, that is what's getting said on the left, is hard nose, takes no bullshit, blah, blah, blah. I hope it's true. The truth is, neither you nor I know anything about this woman. Right. I mean, she I don't, could, which she is why I'm just like, hey. Yeah, no, I, I'm, I'm actually applauding you, saying that, like, I hope she's as legit as they say. We've seen Supreme Court justices fuck up. Um, so th there's no guarantee. I, I do hope she's as built. Um, and like you said, I hope she's... in. The Trump crowd will say she's unfair, she's whatever. That, that's going to happen. Fine. That's just We accept that as a reality. But if they don't actually have a leg to stand on, then that's what we need. Because when they say, oh, it was unfair, it was this, it was that, go... How? And if they can go based on this, this, and this, all I can say is, fuck. Yeah. All right, man. Um, <laughs> I don't have much more to talk about that is more important mm -hmm. than perhaps the big... <laughs> all right, I was out the other day, and ESPN The Ocho was on TV, and there were men pillow fighting with each other. Okay, just stop. First, we have to go back, and we have to talk about ESPN The Ocho. ESPN The Ocho began as a That's fucking a joke, joke. <laughs> in the movie fucking Dodgeball, which is a national treasure of a movie. Yes, it absolutely okay? is. If you could dodge a wrinch, you could dodge, dodge a ball. ball. Let's go back to my room, get some hookers. 
Um, it's a bold move, Cotton. See how it works out for him. It's a great movie, and I can quote it almost line for line. But ESPN The Ocho was not supposed to be real. No, it was not. But now it's real. And now, because it's real, I get texts from you in the middle of the night about goddamn pillow fighting. Jim, explain what you sent to me. Explain it. I, I, I was very high. <laughs> I don't remember exactly what I said. I do remember saying I'm watching grown men pillow fight each other and actually using some technique. These people trained to do this. They were good at what they were doing, which was... They were good, Jim. They were good pillow fighters. Yes. That, those words just came out of your mouth. They were good. They how were, are you they, gauging they, how good they were? <laughs> well, I followed the, the, the minor league circuit, circuit in pillow fighting for years. and Okay, uh, okay that's a lie. <laughs> Steve, all right. The whole thing's a fucking joke, but it's happened. But it's not a joke. It's real. Yeah. Those people are on TV. All right. Now, you... Go. You and I once acted like we gave a shit about mixed badminton. And by the way, awesome job by both of us. That was that was different. That was different. That was different because we were pretending, we were joking. <laughs> it was fun. It was way to pass. But time. it was on ESPN. Yeah, yeah, it was. Where were they playing? Weren't they playing in like a high school gym? Yeah, it was. It was California. It was either a high school gym or a small college gym. But yes. Anyway. Pillow fighting is happening on ESPN 8 The Ocho. I often joke or comment on the show about how I watch the movie Idiocracy and it scares me now. This was the next level of that. Like, holy shit. When I, when I turned on Cornhole Championships, I thought, all right, we can't get much lower than this. Pillow fighting thing. wins. Do you remember in the movie when they were doing the promo for ESPN The Ocho? One of the one of the sports they had on was lawnmower racing. <laughs> I don't remember that. I, I for whatever reason it sticks out in my head, and my fear is that like I'm going to turn on ESPN one day and there's going to be lawnmower racing, and I'm not going to be able to. That's better than pillow fighting. Is it, Steve? People were is in it? a fucking boxing ring swinging pillows at each other. Okay, they Jen, had weight classes. Lawnmower racing. It was an episode of King and the King of the Damn Hill. I actually know two guys. Who got into a lawnmower race? They, like they were NASCAR guys, and they had their yard mower set up, and they literally like busted up each other's lawnmower. Wait, fighting they in their were front. Na- lawn. They raced in NASCAR, or they no, were no, fans they were, of NASCAR. No, they were fans of NASCAR racing on their front lawns. Okay, and they literally were swapping paint in <laughs> lawnmowers. They were so, not swapping paint on lawnmowers. They were crashing into each other. That was their word for it. I did not witness said event. But I know people who claim they did this. And the if next you're day, not first, you're last. <laughs> Ricky, Bobby. All right, dude. Rubbing is racing. <laughs> That's actually from Days of Thunder. I know it is. Which is Which, an awful movie, by the way. Okay. Days of Thunder is terrible. Days of Thunder is not terrible. It's Top Gun on, on the, the ground. ground yeah. With race cars. Which yes. means it can't be terrible. <laughs> it means it's absolutely terrible. The funniest part about it is that John C. Riley is in both movies. Holy shit, I don't even put that together. Yes, he is. John C. Riley is in Days of Thunder. And very serious character, <laughs> but he's also in fucking Talladega Nights. Not a serious character. No, no. Fair. <laughs> We're closing on that unless you guys don't really want to talk about no, it. No, we are at Congress, Instagram, Twitter, X, whatever the fuck it is now, threads. We are not on truth that I know of, are we? No. We are not on truth social. We're done. <laughs>